say gay. I say say gay. <laughs> say gay. Oh, no. We're my Ron, Ron Perlman's. Is Ron DeSantis coming after me? That's right, man. Yeah, man, uh, when we're doing gay month, my man, I'm thinking wham, and I'm thinking uh, your favorite, George Michael. George Michael, yeah, you pick a good song this time. Is he in wham? Yeah, he's part of wham, see. He was... Oh, I didn't in, know that. I'm pretty sure. I could be, I could be wrong. They all, all the fellas, all the uh, fellas who love to make love to other fellas from that era, they uh, kind of look the same. You know, all the, all your, the your knowledge on George Michael is starting to make you a little suspect. Just saying. I've uh, I've picked on this a uh, few times, and I think I'm gonna <laughs> stop talking George Michael from yeah. here on out. This will be my last mention of George Michael. <laughs> Good. And we got ten more days of this month, man. You're close to coming out. I'm just, I'm just out of gaze. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really no. I told you. For the gayest industry we have in America, there's nobody admitting they're gay. Yeah, that's actually right on the money. Not enough. I people can't wait to hear the song I picked. Not enough people admitting they're gay, and just yeah, maybe not as many gay, you know, entertainers as we maybe previously thought before. You know, maybe they just always make such a big deal out of the ones that are. That just seems like they all are, but there's just so many. That... They're all doing. You know, Broadway and stuff, right? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know, dude. I got my mind on something else. I, I can't. I cannot believe this fucking submarine <laughs> chasing down the Titanic. You're ready to jump, Yo, jump into it already, talk about, talk about a story you don't need to tell me the race of the people. I, I already <laughs> know that submarine's full of fucking white people, dude. Yeah. Who else is dumb enough to go fucking five miles into the ocean? This definitely kind of screams the white privilege a little bit, <laughs> considering the ticket. I'm going to go out of limb here and say everybody on that sub also owned a pair of skis. <laughs> definitely. They just got back from a trip to Aspen, probably snowmass. Uh, that's why they had to warm up. They, uh, that's right. $250 a ticket to go into this tube, into the ocean? What's wrong with these people? No, man? that's it. I think that's a lot of money, personally. Two fifty. I mean, two fifty. I'd pay two fifty to go to space. I, I, dude, they said there was like a billion on there. I thought this was like you know twenty five hundred dollar trip. No, I think it was like led by a billionaire. Each person had to pay like oh, two okay. two hundred fifty thousand to like. Word of it. Word of advice. Never do some death-defying journey that Mike the Plumber can afford. Yeah, no. You know, if I'm going to go to space or if I'm going to go deep in the ocean, it better be, better be something only a billionaire can afford. No, it's 250000 250000 You're saying you could easily front $250,000? Oh, uh... you, no, no, you cut out at the 1000 I thought you said two fifty. No. Like, like $250. 99 no. cents. No, it wasn't. Oh, like 249.99 cents. No. No, no, no. It was $250,000. Oh, okay, dude, cuz right away I was like thinking how shitty is this dive? Yeah, 250 <laughs> a thousand. That sounds a lot more. Yeah, the 250 uh the yeah, 250. That's like a uh you, you jump into a floaty with uh Captain Ron and he takes you uh <laughs> snorkeling for a few hours. Right? <laughs> yeah 
Okay, now that makes a lot more sense. Two fifty k. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking. <laughs> we're talking. Yeah, two hundred fifty dollars. You got to provide your own oxygen. That's not a fun trip. No, 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 no. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars. You have to be a uh, a billionaire, I think, to be tossing around some change like yeah. that. And I would rather spend that kind of money on going to space. For sure. Yeah, how much was it to go to that Chinese uh, space lab? <laughs> I don't know. They flew up that one teacher uh, for free, I think, right? That That's what, what I'm saying. I guarantee you they do it for two uh, quarter million American dollars. <laughs> That's right. I think you could hitch a ride with Elon on Space Force, right? Uh, yeah, I need your 250. The Chinese do. Their economy's tanking. Oh, really? I thought our economy was tanking, actually. Uh, I think they're doing even worse. Oh, wow. All right, then. Well, very nice. Believe it or not. Uh, so, for anyone out there not in the know, is ev- is this all over the news? Is this, like, the distraction of the hour? The submersible? Uh, to be honest, I think everybody just doesn't want to talk about Trump, and so this is like, all right, finally. We finally have no Trump. <laughs> No Trump, no trannies. This is just like, oh god. What happened Thank to the you. no? Tra- yeah, there's no trannies anymore. No drag queens in the news. I don't see anyone walking down the street dragged out. Uh, oh, dude, what's going I, I, on dude here? I was driving through Oak Park today. Right, it's like one of the richest, most liberal fucking shit places in Chicago. And uh, dude, this kid was walking down the street. There is no fucking way anybody on this earth could positively identify whether it was a boy or a girl. All no right. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was just... Uh, it was terrible. We talking beard, lipstick, <clears throat> dress? No, no, no. It was a kid. Oh, talking, yeah. So it right. was like a 12-year-old with like a, with like a buzzed head. <clears throat> Who was like, <clears throat> I don't want to be gross about it because it's a kid, but they like weren't wearing a bra, but you could tell they were like growing, you know, little boobs, but they weren't like, it was literally, it could have been a girl or a boy, dude. I, you have no idea. You literally have no idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even joking. It was so fucking weird. Well, uh, you're saying that maybe they could have been doing some of the, uh, Gender mixing with the hormone treatments and uh, what have you. It looked looked like one of those hormone kids, for sure. Got something going on like that. I mean, that's... um, For sure. Look to each his own, whatever makes you feel right. Uh, The kids, though, that's kind of a funky sight to see, no doubt about it. It's weird with the adults, I'm not going to lie, but, you know, with the kiddos... It looked like a girl, it looked like a girl, kind of, but it was like, dude, you looked way too much like... Way, like, some features were just too boyish. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anymore. Like, uh, look at the, how do you shop for a kid, right? Like, when we went shopping, you know, uh, we would make fun of our dad, uh, you know, that generation, right? The boomers, oh, you guys wear bell-bottom jeans, and what did they say? Well, that's all they had available, right? And then we were shopping as young guys. What did we have in the 90s? Nothing but excessively clownish Fuck that. I never super, wore skinny jeans. No, I was about to say super baggy jeans. Those were the jeans, every, all the clothing in the 90s, very baggy, very big. And then in the early 2000s, uh, the, the gentlemen are all wearing the pants so tight you could see their uh, dick tucking into their ass. And so, 
you know, the times uh, you're kind of a, a victim to the clothing at hand. Maybe with the kids now, you go into Target, right? You got tuck-friendly swimwear, uh, boy-girl <laughs> no, dude, things. Was... But maybe you just don't even, there's nowhere for you to shop as a whatever you are, uh, guy or girl. Dude, that's totally, you're just buying all, out of proportion. <laughs> just, you know, maybe you just, uh, that's no. it now. We have no, so now everybody's just like a boy-girl lady fella somewhere in the middle there. Nah, dude, fuck that. That shit was blown way out of proportion. Target had, like, one swimsuit. There's the, You walk walk into Target, go to the clothes section, you can clearly tell the boys and the girls. Mike, suit. are you saying Benny Johnson and Matt Walsh uh, did a bunch of <laughs> baloney video uh, sh- you know, photo shoots inside of a Target to uh, boost the ratings on their podcasts, man? You know, come on. Matt Walsh had some fluke success with what is a woman, and he can't let it go. You know what I mean? It's all he's got. There was a lot of um, funny stuff going along, or you know, with that Target situation. Target had the no tuck or tuck friendly. No tuck. We have a no tuck rule uh, on this show <laughs> when it comes to Tucker Carlson. Uh, but Target had the tuck friendly uh, swimwear. It got totally blown out of proportion by, and I'm going to say it: the cancel culture on the right. Yes. The right has yeah. its own cancel culture. It's true. And they went berserker with this, um, you know, tuck-friendly swimwear, which I, I went to a Target nearby where I live. Uh, I didn't see anything up front when I walked, and I wasn't looking for it. But there was some hilariousness out there. You know that Alex Stein guy? He's always in people's faces, you know, uh, in interviewing and making fun of AOC to her face and all yeah, that stuff. really um, funny. Really funny guy. Funny. He did go to the Target or one of the Targets and was wearing the no tuck or tuck friendly swimwear, you know, and he was asking people questions while wearing it. I thought that was humorous, you know, but um, they probably did blow that out of proportion for ratings, I could imagine, because th- absolutely no- nobody really cares, I feel like. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it's funny. I was thinking about uh, with this kind of cancel culture and everything, how, you know, the Bud Light is being uh, totally canceled out by everyone. And uh, we were at a bar that we love to go to nearby the house. And we uh, it's a Mexican joint. So we typically get Pacificos with some tequila when we uh, stop in. Mm. And the fellow behind the bar who owned it uh, was telling us how they uh, can't get rid of their Bud Light. In that he has he has two kegs that are he said I got a keg that's on tap it's four months old. Oof, that's not good anymore, buddy. And then he said I got a keg behind it that's also four months old. Yeah. And uh, he's just like the the beer reps, everyone's losing their jobs. Uh, the Bud Light folk are getting all messed up. And he said it was a bummer because he's got a few, you know, every bar's got the old timers. The three or four crusty old dudes who hang at the corner of the bar all day, right? That's like their spot for the afternoon. Uh, yeah, absolutely. He, yeah, every bar has them. I worked at a bar that had four to five of them. Uh, every day, beer of choice, Bud Light Draft, man. It's the, yeah. e- it's the easiest, most watered-down, non-beer beer that you could drink for an old guy. So, uh, he was kind of saying that, you know, he felt bad, really, for the old guys, because, uh, 
they are uh, basically stuck drinking, you know, whatever's on tap that isn't the Bud Light. So I yeah, well, you're going to have to adapt and overcome. And if the worst thing that's happened to you in your life is that they took away your beer, I'm sorry. You know what? I fucking hated Bud Light my whole life. I'm not just saying that because I'm jumping on the, the... Every time I went to a fucking ball game, I couldn't get a Miller Light. All I could get was a fucking Bud Light. You know, every time I went to a bar, everything was always Bud Light. Now, good. Now, all you people that like Bud Light, you got to deal with it. Well, yeah, I could care less. I'm not a huge Bud Light guy, but I find it funny that... Uh, now that Bud Light has been essentially dethroned as America's favorite, are you familiar with the beer that has taken the crown, my friend? I heard about it, but I bet you got a clip. <laughs> I guess my answer would be C. <laughs> this morning, America has a new favorite beer, and it's a Mexican import. This is the mark of a fighter. Modelo Especial, besting America's former number one, Bud Light, as the top-selling brew with 8.4% of retail sales in May. Bud Light, the leader for over two decades, falling behind with 7.3% of sales. There are a number of factors that have contributed to Modelo's rise. One of them is shifting demographics, uh, the growth of the Hispanic demographic in the United States, both in numbers and in purchasing power. The thing that sort of tipped it over the edge was this boycott of the Bud Light brand. Bud Light's toppling on the heels of mounting customer backlash and declining sales following the brand's partnership with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney this spring. Hi. Impressive carrying skills, right? I got some Bud Lights for us. Conservative calls for a boycott of the beer coming soon (laughs) after. Celebrities like Kid Rock attacking the brand, demolishing a table of Bud Lights. At the time, Anheuser-Busch seemingly attempting to calm tensions, issuing a statement saying it never intended to be part of a discussion that divides people. We're in the business of bringing people together over a beer. Garth Brooks responding to the backlash, announcing no beer would be off limits at his new Nashville bar, adding, if you come into this house, love one another. Okay, stop right there. That's why Garth Brooks has had a career as long as he has one. The guy never takes a fucking side. I have no idea where he stands on Bud Light, Black Lives Matter, anything. The guy just goes out there and plays music. Uh, God bless you, man. That's That's why he has taken over... He literally dethroned Bruce Springsteen, and now he is the American rocker. Oh, good call, my man. Yeah, dude. Actually, you know what, Bruce Springsteen? You are now in the Hall of Hacks. You have just become a hack version of uh, Garth Brooks. Oh, yeah, man! Yeah, Bruce Springsteen. Never thought you'd be in the fucking Hacks Hall of Fame, you fucking mook. Uh, who's a renegade now, loser? <laughs> you know what? Take Obama with you. <laughs> You're just a hack version of Michelle. <laughs> big Mike. <laughs> Talk about Big Mike. It's time for Big Mike. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Modelo Especial, man. I like Modelos, dude. I'm going to say this right now. I, too, enjoy a Modelo, but I'm going to throw this out there, considering I know this individual never listens and will not listen to this episode, but we were on a vacation recently to Florida, and a young fella on our trip, Decided to purchase an ice cold six pack of Modelo Negros. And uh, 
we made fun of him the whole time for having the Negros. Oh, no, no, I'm not taking that back because they didn't say the number one beer is Modelo Negro. That fucking shit is nasty. But Modelo <laughs> Especial, Modelo Especial, that's fucking especial. That's totally different beer. I like the Especial. The Negro, I'm, you know, kind of hands off. Nobody likes the Negro <laughs> except for two f***s <laughs> and Tony down in Florida. <laughs> Come on. Modelo Negro. You can't even say that in half the country. Yeah, it's a rough one to say, and I might have to bleep out half this conversation we just had here. Uh, but yeah, either way... It really way, gave me an uneasy feeling. I know. There were a couple hard R's there. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, but uh, the minute I heard the news, <clears throat> again, it made... Like, it just it just clicked. It makes 100% sense. Modelo, I have no idea what your view is on anything, Except you are very, uh, just American. You yeah, know, you're like a Mexican beer who celebrates American, uh, you know, <laughs> anthems and stuff. And, and you know what? It's just, a, it's one of those beers that really you never hear anybody say they hate. It's I, not anybody's really favorite, but not really, nobody dislikes it. I really like their song that they have. Did you notice the, the jingle? It was like um, bells going on. And they, um, their commercials, they always, they always show family getting together, you know, cooking food, hanging out and, by and, the grill. And macho men. Yes. In like the most traditional, yes. best macho sense. Yes. Not like the fucking, you know, Mark Wahlberg macho. No, like a man who's working a farm. Go, you know, like you said, with his family, you know. Oh, yeah, man. It would be like Chevy used to have the commercials. They'd show the guy like pulling a chain thicker than his arm, and he's like hauling up a log to the truck and tying it around the truck and then driving the truck with the log of the tree like through the mountains. You need a truck that works just as hard as you do. Yeah, like a rock. (laughs) Oh, give me the axe. We're chopping some wood, baby. Yeah, I got to fill that truck. That was, I'm telling you, man, the right. 90s just oh, owned the fucking The, fucking, uh, game, the loader dropping the rocks in from like <laughs> yeah. 10 feet above. And the fu- you see the fucking bed, it sinks, but it bounces back up. And that truck can take it. <laughs> like a rock. The rock. <laughs> <laughs> yes, man. Yeah, you're right. I love ah, It's amazing that those commercials sold products and they fucking <laughs> He's singing about being a woman with his Bud Light. Ah, I'm really surprised that didn't go over with the fucking American people. (laughs) I'm telling you, I brought it up a couple weeks ago. You could catch him definitely during the NBA Finals, and I'm seeing him during some baseball games these days. And yes, I do watch baseball on TV. I'm that boring of a person, but um, (laughs) you can... You got to see the new Bud commercials, the Budweiser commercials, man. They're they're leaning so hard on the manliness, but it just it's too little too late. Yeah, you can't go back on it. No, I think they need to go all in. They just should bring on those uh Sisters of Intense Indoctrination or what were those uh nuns out of California no, see, that got banned from That is the that's the, the biggest game. lesson learned here. 100% biggest lesson. <clears throat> they didn't tank until they went back on it. Yes. You you put your fucking eggs in the basket. Don't go smashing the basket now. Ah, Good call, it. man. You know what I mean? You should have just gone all in, and you know what would have happened? 
if I were them, I would have just started putting out fucking rainbow boxes. Fuck it, it's Pride Month coming up anyways. You could have been the fucking uh, sponsor of every gay pride parade in America all month long, dude. You could have made money on it. And you know what? After a couple months, everybody would have just forgotten about it anyways and started drinking your beer again. Yes, because it was hot outside. You literally could have just been the sponsor for every drag show going on around the country. You could have turned this into a win. Dude, you're right on the money. And I don't know. Could somebody hire the dude men here? Jesus Christ. I feel like we're throwing out all these ideas. Or your consultant team. Don't worry. <laughs> Get you back on track. We need a refresh to be fresh here, people. Where's Jared? <laughs> oh, sorry. No. No, no, no. How about Kyrie Irving? Is he uh, available? <laughs> What's that? Oh, oh, what happened to Kyrie? Kyrie's coming back, man. I'm telling you. You're going to see Kyrie sign with Chris Paul. And they're uh, together. They're gonna sign with the Lakers, and then the uh, Chris Paul, Kyrie. Ooh. I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. That's my oh, prediction. That's a good. Uh, that'd be a good. Chris one. Paul just got traded away like recklessly. He found out via text message from his son. How brutal is that, dude? Oh damn! Like his son saw it on Twitter and texted his dad, like, "Yo, you got traded." Oh, damn. <laughs> that is that's rough, man. Yeah, that's... <laughs> He's definitely past his prime and maybe shouldn't even be playing in these twilight years, but Chris Paul got traded to the Wizards. Bradley Beal was traded to the Suns to form a new super trio with Durant and uh the other young How old is Durant? There. He's also hitting that LeBron Jesus age, man. Christ. Yeah, he wasn't he on the rough. heat with him? No, that was uh Dwayne Wade. Uh this was the, no but Durant Oh no, that was Chris Bosch. Is that who I'm thinking of, Bosch? I don't want to say yeah. out loud that you might be confusing to, you know, fellas there. <laughs> <laughs> Two modelos, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, uh, either way, uh, Chris Bosch on the market, or I'm sorry, not Chris Bosch, Chris Paul on the market. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it'd be just as ridiculous if Chris ba- uh, Bosch <laughs> still playing. He'll be signed by the Lakers. LeBron just brings <clears throat> back all the old cats. No, uh, Chris Paul to the Lakers, I'm calling it. With Kyrie, uh, it'll be a good time. They'll win the championship one last ride. Uh, and speaking of some Modelos, uh, I have a little more of the clip because you are right. I think they do mention in here, if we did not hear it earlier, that part the biggest reason also for Bud Light losing out to Modelo is the backtrack. Phil Barr adding, if you come into this house, love one another. But some bars supporting the LGBTQ community felt betrayed and joined the boycott. There were supporters of LGBT rights who were disappointed um, that the company didn't come out and and sort of reiterate its support um, for those groups. There were many folks who were upset that the company didn't distance itself more um, from this Instagram post. So, um, yeah, in the end, pretty much everyone was mad at Bud Light. And late last week, the company issued a new statement promising valued customers, we hear you. And summer advertising that reinforces what you've always loved about our brand. 
that it's easy to drink and easy to enjoy. Oh, booers. What a bunch yeah. of losers, man. <laughs> they lost the game. You should have never, never apologized. That's the problem here. And unfortunately, yeah. they, they felt like, oh, no, our bread and butter, which is the hardworking, you know, white guy out there. They're pissed that we're losing their sales, but you should have just kept rolling with it, man, because you... Oh, good call. Dude, you could call. Cause take it from a guy who's been a soldier who's now a union wor- construction worker, you know? Nobody drinks more beer <laughs> yeah, <laughs> than man. the white man who's working. The I'm wh- sorry. The white guy working, we're, man. We're a large part of the population. Yeah, same thing with, like, the hardworking black guy, hardworking Hispanic guy. Those are the workers, man. The hardworking guys who go home to their family. Yes, the guy's... Pounding Modellos are uh, the Mexicans and the migrants coming from the southern border, working construction all day. They cruise past the uh, <clears throat> the liquor store, score themselves a sixer or a twelver, and you know enjoy the twenty fours. That's right, man. Enjoy the evening. Yeah. Relax. Enjoy a few cold ones, as we used to I, do back. I in the think day. the lesson here is one. The people at Bud Light, you clearly didn't believe in the message you were sending yes. with the Dylan Mulvaney. Otherwise, you wouldn't have backtracked on it. And so the first lesson is really stand by your morals, right? And then two, don't just back, you know, don't try to backtrack after you, you know. I don't know. It's, no, it's, so, it's, it's a good lesson to learn here from this company. For everybody, though, uh, you know, believe in what you say, man. I mean, if you're going to go out there and support yeah. something so vocally, you know, believe it. Uh, otherwise, Be willing to lose the company over it. Yeah, well, they weren't, uh, and it's obvious nobody <laughs> is for this. I sent you an article yesterday. Couldn't find any real good clips about it, but uh, the article in itself uh, kind of just breezed over the fact that there are uh something like 29 <clears throat> teams in the MLB out of the 30 or 32 I can't remember I think there's 30 uh only one team is does not have a pride night this year and it's the uh Texas Rangers <laughs> yeah they have no pride night and when they were asked about it they said that they currently have none scheduled and they do not plan on ever scheduling one in the future <laughs> so Texas has had it with Pride Night. That's it, man. <laughs> and you know what? When there's one, you uh, remember that uh, we talked about it a long time ago, and then I stumbled on the clip and sent it to you a few days ago. The leadership uh, clip where the one guy is dancing like an oddball, and then the other yeah. guy joins him, and then it you need the second guy to join the, the oddball guy. in order for the crowd to all stand up and start dancing and you know create a rave scene. And so... We got one. We got the crazy oddball guy dancing in the MLB here. I see a cascade coming. I see a second fella yes. arriving to the dance, and then eventually we're going to have all the Started teams Started with dancing. Jackie Robinson. Now the Mandela's <laughs> are all over the league. <laughs> they broke all our records. Man, how long are we going to get away with using the word Modelo? I think, it's, I think we already <laughs> took it too far. <laughs> That was the last one. But, dude, uh, from that article, I love this quote because they're getting so much shit, right? Oh, yeah. And this is uh, from one Rangers employee. He said, it's ironic because we just played the Rays on their Pride Day. And the whole message was baseball is for everyone, but not if you're a Texas Ranger fan. (laughs) Wow. 
it's such a good message because everybody keeps saying like, no, 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 no. You have to wear this this flag pin so that they know that this baseball is for everybody. Yeah, but it's clearly not for me who doesn't want to support this. Why don't you want to wear saying. the ribbon? We're all wearing the ribbons. <laughs> you have to wear the ribbon. <laughs> I don't want to wear the ribbon. But I like that, man. It's like, okay, so you guys are saying it's for everybody. I, saying something is for everybody, that includes people with different beliefs. Maybe I don't believe this is okay. Well, there are That's a lot fine. of fellas who believe in, you know, some religious doctrine that isn't too fond of the celebration of the pride. And so a lot of these fellas on the teams just don't want to participate, man. And maybe even owners of these teams don't want to participate. Did you see, we covered the sister nuns of perpetual indulgency. Oh, no. And they ended up getting called back and they did their, whatever they were supposed to do at Dodger stadium and the best part about it is I don't it's the footage is really outrageous. It's on all over Twitter and YouTube, but you can see that there is and I'm going to be fair. I'm going to say 37 people in the entire stadium while they're doing their thing on the field. <laughs> I'm including the ushers and the people in the press box. All right. And, <laughs> Eight of them were hot dog vendors. That's right, yeah. And so there, there's absolutely nobody in the stadium while they're doing their, you know, show. Whatever these these dudes, these bearded fellas dressed as nuns, wanted to do. Um, and and the their performance goes on, and it is odd looking because there's nobody in the stands essentially. And if you do a little digging, you find out that the Dodgers welcomed them back, but had them do their performance thing at like an hour and a half before first pitch so there's like nobody oh, there at the wow. game dude like the gates were open but <laughs> you know, there's nobody there you know who i really feel bad for is the grounds crew they had to watch it because they were waiting for them to get off so that they could, like a finish sweeping know, rake yeah <laughs> <laughs> rake the, rake the gotta do the chalk line one more time you know like come on you know that dress <laughs> is gonna sweep through it and mess it all up man <laughs> Uh, come on, those quote-unquote women have size 13 shoes. They're going to ruin the lines all over the place. <laughs> the, the footage is pretty oh. funny. I, I would encourage everyone to check it out only because uh, we covered on the show like a week before it occurred. It was a huge deal. Several weeks of apologies and press conferences and protests. And finally, these fat-bearded dudes in dresses it got to show up and do whatever for a baseball game, and nobody was there, nobody cared, really. And then afterwards, an hour later, the stadium filled up, and it was game on, and kids got to watch baseball again. <laughs> you know, like, what, yeah. like, what the fuck, man? Why do we have to have this going on? It's so insane. I commend the Texas Rangers for getting this nonsense out of there because I have been a huge proponent for a long time. I know sports are rigged. If you're an adult and you live and die by the outcome of your local sports team, fucking grow up, man, and get a life, dude. You need to focus on some other more important things in the in the Seriously. world. You know, the sports are there for you to either make money if you're savvy enough or take the kids. 
to go see some ball. It's for the kids. Yes, to inspire them to go outside and play and be active and have heroes, man. We're supposed to help the kids, you know, look up to someone, you know, bigger and stronger and more, you know, almost superhuman than them, right? Michael Jordan flying through the air or Ken Griffey Jr. cranking dingers into the outfield, you know? Stuff that we could only dream about doing. We're That's what the sports are there for, and that's why... I am beyond disappointed in the NBA's reaction to John Morant, Mike. And I know you follow the NBA, and I'm sure you're. All, I know you know. <laughs> I don't even know who this guy is. All yeah. about John Morant. John Morant <coughs> is, uh, his, is that his first name, Ja? Yeah, it is Ja. And so is he named after Ja Rule. I, how'd you? Know? It's his son, actually. It's uh, Ja Junior <laughs> Morant. The Junior is just after the Ja, though. You know? No way. No, I, yes, I made that up. That's true. It's, <laughs> there's no uh, truth behind him being the son of Ja Rule. You made me realize I don't know what Ja Rule's last name is. Rule. <laughs> no, but that's, that's, Frank, that's a stage name. <laughs> I believe it's a Finthropius. Or what is it? Philthropius? <laughs> Philstavius. Philstavius. Yeah, it's Ja Rule Philstavius. <laughs> It's a common name, Mike. Come on, dude. <laughs> so, uh, oh my God, dude! You will never guess what his name is. I can't wait for this. This is Ja Rule, right? Yeah. Jeffrey Bruce Atkins. Oh my God. <laughs> is he Jewish? So the, What's going on here? <laughs> so, so the Ja is the J A for Jeffrey Atkins. Ja. Ja. Yeah, I'm sure this Ja Morant fella, and you should look him up. He won Rookie of the Year two years ago. Uh, he's like an, you know, a guy who flies through the air. He's kind of like a Derrick Rose style player. I have been saying for a while he's going to end up hurting his knee. Uh, oh, is he from the same country as Jokic? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can tell by the skin color. They look, they look, they look, they look identical. <laughs> yeah, they're both Modellos. Come on, Mike. Oh, you thought I'd let it go, but no, I brought it back. <laughs> Dude, not only did I not know this guy existed, I didn't even know his team existed. I never heard of the Grizzlies. That's how much I uh, oh, no, love basketball. Yeah. yeah, so, no, the Grizzlies, yeah. uh, they finished second place behind the Nuggets this year. This guy, John Morant, a sensational player. Uh, all the kids love him. Uh, you know, they talk about him nonstop on SportsCenter, except for the fact when the last time he was here in Denver playing the Nuggets, he got busted flashing his piece at a strip club. This morning, the NBA benching star player John Morant for more than a quarter of the next season. The association levying the suspension after the Memphis Grizzlies point guard was seen flashing a gun on social media for the second time this year. NBA commission- Oh, when you said piece, I thought you meant his dick. No, I would have said dong. I like to use dong for, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Sorry, he Mike. He actually flashing a, a gun, huh? Twice. So first, months ago, he uh, was at a strip club, and he was dancing and filming himself on uh, Instagram Live or whatever, showing you know, his gun with a hooker, you know, dancing on him. And then uh, this time around, he was cruising in his car, smoking weed with his buddies, and... Uh, you know, jamming to tunes and just, you know, waving a gun while they're cruising around. This guy's uh, inspirational. He's a really, he's a, he's a great role model. Adam Silver calling Moran's actions reckless and irresponsible. That's MVP. That's all NBA. That's all defensive team. So beyond just missing the 25 games, 
He's now eliminated himself from an opportunity to make even more money. Moran apologized for his actions in a statement, writing in part, quote, I'm sorry for the harm I've done to the kids who look up to me. I'm sorry for failing you as a role model. Moran offering a similar apology following his eight-day suspension in March after he was also seen then on Instagram Live holding a gun. I don't condone and, you know, any type of violence, um, but I take you know, full responsibility you know, for my actions. But critics, including ESPN's Stephen A. Smith, say the 23-year-old doesn't appear sincere. Adam Silva felt betrayed by Ja Morant because Ja Morant looked him in the face and told him one thing and went behind his back and did another right. and got busted. A two-time NBA All-Star and 2020 Rookie of the Year, Moran is one of the league's most dynamic stars, leading his team to the playoffs three years in a row and landing several major sponsorship deals, including Nike, who says they will continue to stand behind the player. Oh, really? We're all going to drop Kyrie because he tweeted a fucking link, but this guy flashes guns on Instagram and tries to promote gun violence to little kids around the world? No, 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 no. To be fair, Keep he didn't point his gun at any Jews. <laughs> <laughs> quote, we are pleased that Ja is taking accountability and prioritizing his well-being. We will continue to support. Imagine if Ja Moran had tweeted a link about, uh, you know, linking to, you know, P uh, Dr. McCullough about vaccine hesitancy. This guy would have been suspended for an entire season. Court him oh, on call. and off the court. And to put it into context for you, Morant stands to lose at least $7.6 from this suspension, which is a... All right, boo-hoo, loser. This guy deserves yeah, to dude, lose all of it. This guy makes over $300,000 a game. This loser That's... deserves to be kicked out of the league, and this is why I believe this 100... Right here. You never heard anything like this or saw anything remotely close to this from LeBron James, and we made fun of this guy... <laughs> for years, yeah. man, for years. But what do I always say about about LeBron James? One of the most stand-up role models for kids out there. I mean, the guy, <clears throat> he literally is all about being a family man, being a hard worker, being dedicated to your job and, and your community. Uh, this piece of shit does not deserve to be paid by Nike or the NBA or have any kind of contracts whatsoever. He needs to be kicked out of the league. This is unbelievable. This kind of garbage has no right. Like, there no, are you clearly you clearly made the decision. You want to be a thug. You want to carry a gun, go in the club. You want to be a gangster. So and that's it. Your career as a basketball player is over. Now go enjoy your life as a gangster. And I also want to throw this out there because I know you're not an NBA enthusiast uh, like myself. And um, you know James Harden is well known for. Not so much chasing rings as so much chasing where the good strip clubs are when he's uh, touring the country playing basketball. <clears throat> and he uh, lost out in the playoffs and is uh, has decided to uh, go back, from what I read, to uh, Houston, uh, the Rockets. And a lot of uh, news said it was family-oriented and all this stuff, but rumors uh, on the streets are uh, basically that he loves the strip clubs in Houston. <laughs> Here's my thing with... I'm James Harden, though. The guy sells a lot of merch. He's a major player in the league. Does love the strip clubs, as do most of these players. But you've heard nothing about him showing <clears throat> his gun on camera or flashing his gun on Facebook Live or anything like that. And aside from this loser, John Morant, what they don't like to talk about is last year, during after a game against, I believe it was the Pacers, one of the trainers on the Pacers team 
uh, had a laser shined on him, presumably from a gun. And they claim it was from John Moran's posse's uh, car, whatever. This guy's a, he's a loser, and he shouldn't be in the league, man. These, what did we say? 1,300 NBA players in the history of the league? There's no space or time for a, a joker like this. When it comes to jokers, we need guys like the real joker. Joke him. I'm sorry. Jo- I almost did it. Joke him. No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Nikola Jokic, man, he's a, what like a family guy. We let's promote these family guys, these good people, these hardworking dudes. Like, get rid of this trash, man. I first just wanted all, to throw his, it out there. First of all, his name is not Ja. That's cool. He's trying to be like Ja Rule. His name is Demetrius. Oh, oh, wow. Demetrius. <laughs> yeah. Demetrius Jamel Morant. All right, well, he is Demetrius from here on out. And Demetrius, dude, the funniest part, guess what his parents' names are? I can't wait. You get to guess the mom and dad because it's T and Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) It reminded me of that fucking, uh, that skit they used to do on SNL where you couldn't tell if they were a boy or a girl. It's Pat? It's Pat, yeah, and then the parents. Like, the whole family, you can't tell if they're a boy or a girl. Oh, man. Uh, T and Jamie gave birth to Demetrius. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to touch that one. <laughs> I'm going to leave that one hang for a while. interesting that they suspend this guy for 25 games he should be suspended for a year at the least i i I personally the attitude and the language towards guns and one group of people in america is very different than it is towards another group in america oh absolutely and You know, I was doing some reading and i saw and you could correct me if i'm wrong here but i I think Chicago saw an epic wheel- weekend of gun violence, like 11 dead and 60-something wounded. Holy shit. Yeah, so we <laughs> talked about the 20 that got shot, right? That's right, man. On Juneteenth celebration on Sunday. So that wasn't even counted in Chicago because that happened right outside Chicago. Wow. <laughs> so that wasn't even counted in the Chicago numbers of 60 shot, 11 dead. That's it. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. So, I mean, you know, <clears throat> these are very specific communities that are engaging in this kind of violence. And the reason it doesn't get national attention or the, you know, moniker of uh, mass shooting is because it doesn't promote the narrative the uh, legacy media wants to push. <clears throat> John Moran. Know, they're, they're, literally, they're literally getting ready. They're getting ready for the memorial, cel- the, not celebration, but it's a memoriam to the, uh, the victims of the July 4th shooting. Remember that they had on the north side? In the north suburb. That's right, man. At the parade where the kid was like on the rooftop. Wow. So because because that was a white kid who got a gun and whatever. We need to really talk about that because that one we got we got gun control legislation off of that one. But wow. the black 
the black guys that shot up this party on the south side and wounded 20. I can't really talk about that. So let's just forget about that. We'll talk about the one-year anniversary of that shooting. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Crazy. We're going to just totally dismiss gun violence on one side, and we're going to completely obsess about <laughs> proper gun ownership on the other side and restrict and restrict and restrict year after year. It, it's pretty outrageous uh, how nobody nationally was talking about the gun violence in Chicago. I found out about it because I s- subscribed to, like, WGN Channel 9 News, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, like, yeah. checking in at work, like, what's what's going on in Chicago locally? Oh, my God, there's, everybody's getting shot over there. There's fucking mayhem. But uh, No, they can't talk about it because um, they just elected that Johnson guy who's even more progressive than Lori Lightfoot. John- <laughs> Brandon so, Johnson. You know. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure things are working out swell for everyone in the downtown region there. It sounded like a bit of a violent weekend. How was your Juneteenth celebration? Did you uh, engage in the festivities or uh, you know, partake in <laughs> so any I, kind of fine eating? I actually did work on the South Side yesterday, and uh, yeah, there were a lot of people. Uh, they were doing like a lot of barbecues and shit. I'm going to take some notes lots. here. I actually, so Emma and I, I'm, I'm going to be very candid. You know, I came home from work yesterday, and I said to Emma, should we do for dinner? You know, she said, I don't know. What are you thinking? I said, well, it is Juneteenth. What should we be cooking to celebrate the Juneteenth? And we didn't know. <laughs> there was no don't answer. Say don't say it. <laughs> I'm going to say this. Jokes were a-flying. <laughs> Dude, I know. Like... But now I want to know. I do want to know, though. You okay, had... imagine it was imagine it was <laughs> racist to say Italians eat pasta. I know. Right, and then you have, a, and then we're like, all right, we're gonna celebrate Italian Day. What are you gonna cook? Lasagna. You can't say pasta or anything like Lasagna. pasta. I'm making I'm making pasta tonight after the show. I can't wait. I'm excited. <laughs> I got everything chopped up and ready to roll, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine pizza, you know? <laughs> That's right, man. So you, this is good stuff, though, because people need to know this for next year's celebration. You know, I think a lot of, a lot of the whiteies out there caught off guard this year around, like we played on the show. Who knew they'd been celebrating Juneteenth in Denver for 75 oh. years? I mean, I had no idea. It was such a massive celebration down there. I am... I felt like such a bigot just having no idea about it. So now that you were down south side, Chicago, Juneteenth, man, you're in the heart of the storm. This is ground zero. Give us the deets, baby. Boots on the ground. What were the folk eating? What were they celebrating with? What, you know, what can we pull from this? Can we get some notes so that way we can plan for next year and do the right kind of cooking? So I didn't actually go to any of the celebrations. I have no idea. I just saw them all in the parking lots of, like, the churches and stuff. And it wasn't a lot. It was just a few, you know. It's the people that don't have jobs because everybody else was working. It was Monday. (laughs) (laughs) You know? And, like, even in the black community, most of the people do work. I'm going to say this is anecdotal. I uh, work with a fella. He is of the, uh, you know, the black community and... Uh, a guy who works uh, with our, you know, company uh, had to stop by and 
check in on some uh, material action. He himself also too part of the black community, and so we were all chatting and you know discussing business, making sure all of our uh, effects were in line. And as he was leaving, he said, you know, to us to have a good day. And he turns to the uh, black fellow that I work with, and he says, "Hey, happy Juneteenth." And the guy that I work with turns to him and goes, "Huh? Oh, yeah." And that was it. I saw two guys celebrate <laughs> Juneteenth. Two black guys. I, I witnessed. I witnessed their uh, their celebration, and I kind of thought it's like for us who have to work on Christmas, you know, or whatever, you know. It's, it's nothing. It's a fucking day. Ah, uh, yeah, dude. It was so funny. Yesterday, I turned on CNN and uh, just to see what they were talking about. And it was like this black reporter guy who went to this like genealogy place. And uh, I tried to get a clip of it, but it was, dude, he cried too much. He was just. <laughs> of course, he found out he's a descendant of somebody who is a slave. <laughs> That slave won their freedom. Can you imagine doing that and you're a black guy your whole life and you find out you're like 100% white and there was just some sort of genetic deformity with your like... My biggest problem with that is there was 100, 100% there were black slave owners. How come none of you come back as the slave owner? All wow. of you were the slaves? I believe Barack Obama related to Dick Cheney. Am I correct about that one? I think that was like a huge deal when it came out, and it was, it's a, one of those. Dick Cheney. Yeah, Dick no and Dyke. <laughs> Co host of Dick and Dyke. <laughs> I really can't wait for that show. CNN, come on, man. You guys need the ratings, dude. Dude, I, the best part about talking to you and Googling you live is when I'm like, halfway through the sentence and google just gives up it's not even <laughs> recommending it has no <laughs> i literally type in obama related to it gave me a million options the minute i got done with dick no more options <laughs> no, i had dick no cheney? idea who you're gonna say can't even guess i thought it was dick cheney uh abe lincoln he's connected to somebody i'm telling you <laughs> it's a white guy Oh, Obama's family tree expanded to include the Bushes. Yes, Bushes. Okay. Hey, He's related to yes. George Bush. Google him right, people. He's usually right. <laughs> I'm going to start walking around with just a name tag that says Google. <laughs> what do you need to know, fella? I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> okay, so Obama, I guess, used to joke because somebody found he was a distant cousin of Dick Cheney. But that, I guess, wasn't true, but he is related. Uh, oh, no, no, it is true. Yes, see? Holy shit. I told Holy you, Holy shit. Yes. I'm telling the you. New England Historic Genealogical Society, which was founded in 1845. Yes, man. Obama, the son of a white woman from Kansas. Allegedly. Can call six... U.S. presidents his cousins. So this is a fucking bloodline, folks. Dude. Dude, Wake both up. Bushes, well, obviously both Bushes, fucking <laughs> yeah. Gerald Ford. Whoa, I didn't see Gerald Ford coming into the scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you look at it, if you put them side by the head, same shape. Lyndon Johnson. Wow, Lyndon Johnson. So they all have big dongs then. Uh, or Obama's got a small dick. Harry, well, oh no, he was the one with the huge dong, right? 
Yeah, Lyndon Johnson famously uh, would whip out his dick in front of reporters and ask them if they'd ever seen anything so big in their life. (laughs) If George Jr. had a big dick, we would have seen it. Yeah, you're right. Uh, It's also related to Harry Truman and James Madison. Whoa, this is some weird stuff, man. Yeah. Right? Like, so this kind of lends some credence to the idea that in order to be into the conversation of present, you must have some sort of bloodline connection. This all goes to, like, royal bloodline, to, like, the 13 families that control everything, man. Dude, apparently... Oh, my God, dude. Don't, don't Don't look this up. This gets so fucking weird. I'm all in, baby. Let's do this. Okay. So, apparently... Obama is related to Brad Pitt. Yeah, and man! Hil- and Hillary Clinton is related to Angelina Jolie. I just threw up in my mouth and swallowed it <laughs> right then and there. <laughs> Believe it. Yuck, man. Dude, no, this is disgusting. And then Clinton is related to Madonna, Celine Dion, and Alanis Morissette from her. French Canadian. I think you misread that. I think it says he banged uh, Madonna, Celine Dion. No, and- no, his wife. His wife. <laughs> it says here Bill is related to every child born between eighty and ninety in Arkansas. He's the uh, <laughs> he's the Genghis Khan of the nineteen nineties people. <laughs> oh, dude, that is crazy. You nailed it. I can't believe it. Yeah, man. I knew there was something funky wow. with Barack. There's no way they would just give it. Uh, to Barack, right? Like, it was kind of weird, dude. He was so young and unqualified. No unqualified. reason for that guy to be running for president, man. Not saying he was bad. Not saying he was bad. Definitely inexperienced. Yes. Unqualified. And- like, really? Not, yeah. Out of everybody that was running, he beat out Hillary, who was the Secretary of State. Wasn't she before that? Yeah, and she was... Or at um, the time? And their cousins? the senator at the time. With their cousins, too? There's a lot of weird shit going on here. Now it all makes sense why Hunter Biden was banging Malia. <laughs> Look it up, people. It was on one of his laptops. There's a picture of Malia Obama's credit card next to a pile of cocaine. And then another picture where there's a young uh, lady, uh, you know, sharing her qualities, uh, you know, on a bed, half nude with Hunter Biden, his dong, and probably some sort of illegal firearm. Look it up. He, that's a fun thing to look up, dude. Did we ever talk? Do we ever finish talking about that uh, submarine? We never I even actually think... did the clip or uh, really yeah. got to it. Uh, where are we at here? Uh, we could we could squeeze in the submarine actually. Hey, yeah, I really wanted to talk because I wanted your opinion. Do you think they're gonna find him? Let's do it. Uh, let me find. All right. Let me find the clip. We could cut it off at any point. We'll just get the gist. I don't want your hard work to go to waste, but really, the submarine got me interested. It's a race against time to find the submersible and those on board. Hold on, before you play it, what what brought it to my attention is they're talking about CNN, and Anderson Cooper has a serious worried face on. Oh, he's scrunching the the brow. So scrunched. (laughs) So scrunched. You you gotta see it, yeah. Have you seen Jake Tapper lately? He looks seriously like... Unwell, man. <clears throat> he has this perma frown going on where he's constantly looking ultra concerned and <laughs> frowning very intensely. Well, what did you if everybody around you is getting fired and you're not being promoted? 
<laughs> the writing's on the wall, buddy. <laughs> Are you still daytime? Here's what oh, happens when everybody in your company starts getting fired. You either move <laughs> up or you're on that list. You know what I mean? <laughs> you either start noticing you're getting more opportunities. <laughs> All right, man. So uh, I, I, I can't believe we're going to go uh, book end with the episode here. Here we go. Uh, the Titanic sub- submersible. An hour and 45 minutes into its two and a half mile deep dive into the North Atlantic to see the haunting wreckage of the Titanic. The sub only carries around 96 hours worth of oxygen, and its crew, which is understood to include British billionaire Hamish Harding, hasn't been heard from in over a day now. All right, so billionaire on the submersible, ship goes down and is missing. What was my theory that I posited ooh, just a few weeks ago about the Titanic purposely being shot down because of some billionaire financiers that were on board? Do we maybe have a history repeating itself where a billionaire who potentially has some sort of control or wield some sort of power in the financial world needed to die so that way we could go into our, you know, doomsday cryptocurrency, central bank, digital, whatever nonsense. You know what I always, you know what this <laughs> keeps making me think of? It's, it's like, uh, you, you're a billionaire. You have all those billions of dollars, right? I bet you you'd give it all for a couple more hours of oxygen. Wow. You know what I mean? That goes to everybody. When it comes down to it, all the money, everything you have is nothing. That food, that air, that water. Ugh. I think of, really uh, I was thinking of Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Kobe Bryant would take a helicopter to bypass LA traffic to go between practice facilities. He took his daughter on the helicopter ride. He took hundreds of times with the same pilot. Something went wrong. And the helicopter crashed, and Kobe Bryant and his daughter died. You guys are. You had it all. You had it all. You're so rich. Did you really have to take the helicopter? Yeah, but you don't even think about it. And, yeah, but what's crazy is he would have traded it all just to sit in that traffic with his daughter. That's yes. He would have traded it all the helicopter ride, the millions of dollars, all that luxurious lifestyle, all of it away to just sit in that traffic with his daughter. but we're just not built to think that way. We're built to think that it's not going to happen to us. Yeah, but there's also, you know, something to be said about, you know, the money getting to your head. And, you know, there are wealthy, famous people out there who sit in the same shitty car sitting through traffic. Yeah. They could fly in that helicopter. <laughs> they could take the pilot lessons and have their own plane. But then you're... uh Harrison Ford jettisoning out of your plane before it crashes, and you're like 84 years old, nearly dying. You know, like which or Brad Pitt, not Brad Pitt. What's the Jurassic Park guy? Chris Pratt, dude. I have tried like four times to watch that movie. It is insane. Are you talking Jurassic? The new Jurassic Park? The Jurassic World Dominion? Like the final one? I never saw it. I'm not (laughs) insane. Oh my god. It was on the other day. Dude, it is insane. <laughs> is it the on? Guy, I gotta check it out, the, man. The guy crashes an airplane onto a frozen lake wearing a fucking t-shirt. Right? He doesn't even... He, he, 
doesn't even roll down the sleeves or button the top <laughs> button. He's just, he's just gonna he just crash this airplane, rolls off, and fucking just gonna walk on this frozen lake with my sleeves rolled up and my shirt unbuttoned the top three buttons. All so right. you can see my chest. Yeah. Like, dude, it, it, I mean, I, did you ever see Hobbs and Shaw? Is, it, is that the one I think you made me watch? Are you like convinced me to watch it? Because okay, so, he holds the chain in the yeah. car and the helicopter. There's a car chase scene about to unfold. <laughs> yeah. They're being chased by a helicopter. The Rock takes his shirt, which is not a shirt, by the way. It's like a tank top. It's like a bikini for a chick that he's wearing, and he takes off this tank top and uh, he, he he exposes his whole body. He grabs a chain, wraps it around his arm, and then. <laughs> And then I think he wraps it around the helicopter, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, no. The chain is hanging off the helicopter, right? Right. He, like, grabs it, wraps his arm around it, and then he holds onto the car. And so he's holding onto this string of muscle cars where there's 13 muscle cars who miraculously link together through these mechanisms that they have all <laughs> built where they could all link together. And so you have this muscle car train linked together and then you have the rock who has a a giant chain in one arm and and the other's got the other giant chain and he's holding the cars and the helicopter and he's 55 years old at the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's an incredible scene man I really like that action, that yeah. whole movie. I love it. I love that action scene just, right there. I just I'm a watched big fan. it. Did you see his uh, Father's Day thing? He, he's doing these videos. Dude, you're 60 years old. You're taking so much human growth hormone. <laughs> you're turning into a horse. You are starting to he look does, like a horse. He does look like a horse, actually. You're, get, you're getting like, you're, how are you getting bigger at 60? You know, you're on so many steroids. What they needed for the uh, scene in Hobbs and Shaw where he's holding the chain link between the cars. But dude, and- the guy gets on this fucking... T- every fucking day. All right, brother, I'm up here. It's 3 a.m. I'm hitting it. I'm hitting it hard. This is how you stay fit at 60. I'm going to hit it hard. I'm going to eat 12 eggs. Yeah, but what you're not showing is the $10,000 worth of steroids you're injecting into your ass every month. I mean... What I was thinking, if we wanted to make things more realistic, and Hobbs and Shaw, he's holding the mechanisms together. He's got the chains. He's holding the, you know, the, the helicopter and the cars. One of his compadres on the car should take like a steroid needle with some uh, horse growth hormone and inject it <laughs> into like a can of spinach. And then he pops open the spinach and tosses it in the air. And then uh, the the rock, you know, eats the spinach, uh, you know, and his muscles grow big, right? <laughs> the spinach. What happened? What happened to the spinach? the spinach? You remember that? Popeye? Let's <laughs> yeah. give him a can of spinach, man. They picked the grossest vegetable. I like the idea of throwing a guy a can, like he's about to lose, and he gets the can of spinach, he pops it open, oh, all of a sudden he grows the muscles and starts. That's a great message for kids, man. I'm telling you. It beats John uh, Morant and whatever the hell this guy's uh, selling to the kids. Yeah, That's it. called a callback, folks. And speaking of callbacks, we had to do it because... I think it's that time, man. Oh, yeah. we didn't even finish the clip for the Titanic. We tried twice. That was a twice attempt Titanic. We could hit Sorry, it. Sorry, guys. Looks like you're going to drown. Hopefully your <laughs> rescuers have a better attention span than your podcasters. All right. Well, let's do a prediction on this one. Um, I oh, they're dead. You think they're dead? Dead. I was thinking it's a hit job of some sort. 
Oh, so you say dead too, but hit job? Yeah, that's what I was saying. The just like the Titanic was a hit job to take out these billionaire, you know, financial barons that were stopping certain mechanisms from going into play for the Federal Reserve here in America. Mm. I think maybe this guy, we should look into it. People should check it out. Maybe this billionaire who died, he probably had some insider dealings or some sort of track. Maybe he was holding something up. Again, I, you know, it seems like uh, history always repeats itself. So we had a massive financial changeover societally after the Titanic sank. Now a guy, a billionaire, sinks near the Titanic. Could we be on the precipice or the cusp of a uh, you know massive financial changeover? Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no conspiracy. Probably like equipment malfunction. Unless I have no idea if this guy knows the Clintons. Yeah, he could have been Clint. I love it. <laughs> Good take. Well, did he go to Epstein's Island? I mean, there's a lot I don't know, you know? I'm going to say, this is my guess, they find the wreckage on an island with Tom Hanks and a volleyball. That's my guess. <laughs> oh, is it, Tom, is it Tom Hanks the castaway or the pirate? <laughs> Was he a pirate? I don't oh, no, he killed the pirates. Oh, man, you got it all wrong. He's the castaway. Come on, man. 